Section 11 of Stops, or How to Punctuate, a Practical Handbook for Writers and Students. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Clarica and Robin Cotter. Stops, or How to Punctuate by Paul Allardyce. Section 11, Italics. Rule 63. Words to be specially emphasized may be put in italics. In writing, the substitute for italics is underlining. Example. What, it may well be asked, can the interests of the community be those of, I do not say, italicized, an unitalicized individual, but italicized, the unitalicized individual? The voice can unmistakably indicate what are the emphatic words, but italics, only a feeble substitute, ought not to be used unless every other means of emphasizing fail. Many writers of authority have strongly and very justly condemned the too frequent use of them. Double underlining in letter writing need not be here adverted to. If the person to whom one writes a letter is likely to read it without appreciation or care, one is entitled to adopt any means that will ensure attention. But if double underlining is allowable only on this ground, general rules are obviously of no use. Rule 64. Words from a foreign language which have not become classical English words are written in italics. Example 1. The slightest, italicized, double entendre, unitalicized, made him blush to the eyes. Example 2. Knowledge of French is a italicized, sine qua non, unitalicized. When foreign words become English, they are no longer italicized. Among such words are rationale, aide-de-camp, quartet, naive, libretto. It is often a matter of discretion to say whether a word is so far naturalized that it should be written in the ordinary way. Rule 65. Names of newspapers and magazines and names of ships are generally written in italics, as the Times, the Fortnightly Review, the Great Eastern. End of section 11. Italics.